But Greg, haven't you already had a shopping list episode? Well, believe it or not, that was about two years ago, and a lot of things have changed since then. Now, if you're one of those stubborn ones that says, I ain't going to buy nothing just to substitute teach, well, if you want to stick with that, go ahead, but we're going to talk today about how that's going to save you time and aggravation if you make a few purchases, and we'll talk about some brand new stuff that you probably never thought of. Full disclosure, some of you will hear an ad today about halfway through the show, and guess what? It's not trying to get you to buy anything. You all know that I hate ads. I've been approached time after time. I've considered it, but there's something about it that makes me think, you know, ads just kind of take the show away from me, and it just feels like the ads control the show now. I have to do what they want me to do. So I've never been real crazy about that. But our my publisher, Buzzsprout, has started a new thing where we can add an ad for another podcast. So some of you, I don't think it's going to play for everybody, but some of you will hear an ad about halfway through encouraging you to listen to another podcast. It just so happens I get to pick them, and the one I picked was about teachers. So hopefully you'll hear that. If you don't, if I find out a lot of you don't hear it, then I'll make sure I get that fixed for next week. And Because it does seem like it's going to be a worthwhile podcast. It's, it's about teachers, but they're going to share some things about life in general. So look forward to that about halfway through the show. And then, of course, in turn, I'll get to share an ad about my podcast on other people's podcasts. So it's kind of a win-win situation for all of us and our listeners, too, because you don't really have to spend any money. That's, that's a good kind of ad to listen to, isn't it? It's just trying to get you to listen to their podcast. So we'll, uh, we'll see how that goes. Now, how can we make it through a summer break? Is I'm, This episode is actually... June 19th, Father's Day 2022, and I'm so thankful to be a father. I've got three kids, three grown kids of my own who have now given me six grandchildren, so that's always exciting, and if there's a topic that you absolutely should think about during the summer between the school years, it's a shopping list. What things do you need to buy during the summer that will help you with your substitute teaching when August rolls back around? By the way, I'm surprised at our uh, Facebook group page, Substitute Teachers Lounge, how many of you are working during the summer. A lot of you have found summer school substitute teaching jobs to do, and I I think that's exciting for me. We'll talk about some basic things. We'll talk about some things that maybe you won't consider as much unless you're in a full-time role. Then we'll talk about some things that I really don't think you've thought of yet. So let's get this baby started. Now, the very first one. In fact, I only came up with this a couple of days ago, and I thought, maybe that sounds so perfect. 
And, you know, it's one of those kind of things that promotes you. Here's the deal. I've always, and I'm sorry, guys, because I know a lot of you all do this. I've always kind of poked fun or poked holes in the idea about buying business cards as a substitute teacher because I've heard from other teachers if somebody leaves behind a business card, it almost comes across a little desperate. I guess they think of substitute teaching's not really a full-time job and just leaving a business card, what they would rather have is a personal note. You know what my philosophy is. I, I don't leave very many negative notes at all unless I'm just required by school uh, policy by because of a certain situation that may have happened. I leave positive notes. I let the teacher know how the kids behaved. I let them know what my favorite class of the day is. I'm probably falling into a bad habit. The, the classes that I get told are the worst classes, typically the worst classes of the day. I try to kind of make them the best class in the day, and I probably shouldn't do that because it's not fair to the others. But I hate hearing that, people telling me that here's the class you really need to watch out for. But don't buy those business cards. I got something else for you. You can find many websites. I'm not going to mention any because you've all got their your favorite, and there's hundreds of companies to do this. Buy yourself some personalized ink pens. Now, first of all, you know that when you get to school, there's going to be some ink pens on your teacher's desk. There's going to be ink pens in her pen holder. And I try to stay away from those because if I start carrying those around, I'm going to take them home with me. I'm going to lose them. And that's not... That's not good for the teacher. <laughs> if, she, if she comes back and half of her pens are missing, she might remember you for that. So what I'm going to do when August gets here is I'm going to, I'm going to have it ready for August. I'm going to order me some personalized ink pens that just say something to the effect. That's going to be different for all of you, but you want to keep it simple. You don't want to... You don't want something that people see all the writing on it and they say, well, I'm not going to read all that. Just Greg Collins, substitute teacher, phone number. That's all you need. Your teachers are going to want to text you, might want to call you, but in my case, I bet I have at least 20 teachers that text me all the time. Sometimes they just text me about how did class go, but most of the time it's to sign me up for a future class. So, I don't like business cards, but leave a couple of these personalized pens. They're going to really think that's pretty doggone cool, okay? They come back, they see a personalized pen, leave it in a prominent place without not, you know, without being too obvious. But if they see that pen that says Greg Collins, substitute teacher, phone number, they're going to think, "Well, that's kind of cool." And now I have an ink pen I can use instead of a business card that I'll probably just throw away or that I'll probably lose or that I'll just enter into my phone anyway and toss. So consider that. Look at the companies that make personalized pens. Plus, what I do now is I clip a pen. I don't care what kind of shirt I'm wearing. I normally clip it 
either between the buttons on my shirt or even at the top of my collar. Now, some of you ladies probably don't dress the way I do. Some of you men probably don't dress the way I do. But regardless, find a good spot for your pen that you can get in the habit. I've gotten in a habit pretty good because I do it when I'm a volleyball referee. I try to put my pen in a spot where I can. It's kind of like a quick draw. You know, you can slide it in your pocket, pull it right back out without having to fumble around for it. Get in the habit of doing that so you don't have to take the teacher's pens, but get some of your own personalized ink pens. And, you know, maybe you even want to, I know the younger kids especially, they'd probably think that's kind of cool too if, you know, you give them an ink pen. If somebody requests an ink pen, maybe they're doing something that requires a pen instead of a pencil, you have that ready for them. You can give them one of those too, and I, I think that will something I'm going to try this year to see how it goes. So, first new thing that I've never talked about before: get yourself some personalized ink pens that have all your contact information on there, but not too busy. You want it to be quick and done, and I think that'll be a great idea as we get into the new year. Now, the other thing, and I'm assuming most of you that especially those of you that teach elementary school, which I think I'm going to try to dabble with a little bit this August 2022. I've never done it before. I've done a lot of middle school and high school. But since sixth grade is my favorite, I'm thinking, well, you know, maybe I could try fourth or fifth. I wish when the elementary schools or any schools for that matter, when they post an assignment, you actually know what grade you're in. And, And we've got episodes about being a detective and looking at the various information that may be publicly available to try to nail it down to what grade and subject you're teaching. But a lot of you probably carry a bag or uh, I have more of a, in fact, it's not more of a anything. It is actually a laptop sleeve. I used to carry more of a, you know, in the old days, my mom always called it a satchel. But Mine is just kind of a laptop sleeve, but it's got a couple of pockets on it. All I put in there is, in fact, my laptop. But the thing that I hate not to have when I get to a classroom are dry erase markers. Put that on the top of your list. They're dirt cheap. You don't even have to get up out of your chair. If you're driving right now while you're listening to this and somebody else is in the car, have them order you. Go to Amazon and order you some dry erase markers multicolor right now. Here's why. If there's one thing in the classroom that gets lost or goes hidden, I don't care how high the teacher has hung it up on the board. You need to get you some dry erase markers. You need to write your name, have it on the board. If you're one of the first name people like me, I know I'm in the minority. Put that underneath. Talk about it a little bit. They think that's cool. Right up there, you might have heard a little catchphrase the day before. I've got a few in my pocket that I like to write up there. The loose ones, not the serious ones, but the loose ones. Maybe something that gives them just a smile. doesn't have to be a chuckle, but a smile. You know, I've heard of some teachers, and I kind of like this idea. I don't know if I'll ever get myself motivated to do this, but if you have some good pictures of yourself that shows your personality and you want to get those, I was going to say shrink wrap, but 
the wrapping that goes, I don't know why I can't think of that word right now. The the plastic wrap that goes around your documents so that you can hang them on the wall. Make a couple of those that represent your personality. Put those on the dry erase board right underneath your name. Just remember to take them off at the end of the day. I like that idea. I think I'm going to try that in the future too. But first on the list, and this was on the previous list, and you just got to make sure now that I would try to get out of the habit of laying your dry erase marker on the shelf next to the whiteboard. Don't do that because then you'll leave it behind. Throw it back down in whatever bag you're carrying and have it for the next day. But the first thing, make sure you get some dry erase markers. Now, here's where the stubborn part comes in. I'm going to encourage you to spend maybe 6 or $7 and buy you a box of cheap pencils. You can get new pencils with erasers, even pre-sharpened, so that you don't even have to mess with a pencil sharpener. You can get them from Amazon, too. Definitely less than $10 for a gross. I've done that. So if you shop around, look around, get some of those. Now, the reason I say the stubbornness might set in, you might think that's not right, my responsibility to get those kids pencils. They're supposed to bring pencils every day, and their regular teachers tell them that too. But here's why I did it. I got tired of getting interrupted trying to find a pencil for somebody that doesn't have one. Now, you can be as stubborn as you want to. You can say you should have brought your pencil. You should have had one when you started class today. Doesn't matter. They still need a pencil. We've got to get them something to write with. So keep a gross of pencils. Now, if you're not in a long-term situation, you can't take the whole box in, but throw maybe 10 into your little you know, substitute teacher bag when you go in in the morning, have those and just hand those kids a pencil. That's not going to cost you that much. And it will reduce the interruptions. You don't have to stop every few minutes. It reminds me of the story, my first long-term role, the pencil sharpener in there was broken. So the teacher had told them she didn't want them messing with the pencil sharpener. If they needed their pencil sharpened to come up to her and she would do it. Now, when I got to long-term row, I got tired of that. I, that's even a bigger interruption than just looking for a pencil. So I also bought a cheap electric pencil sharper from Amazon. I even found one that, look around for what you like, but it was very small it was made so that they could just hold their pencil down in the top of it, and it stopped automatically when it was sharpened. Wasn't near as noisy. It was electric. You have to plug it in. Consider those two items just to cut down on the headaches and the delays so that you don't have to wait and you don't have to be interrupted while your class is going on. Now, here's another one. That's good. It shouldn't be controversial. It's not that serious, but... I buy candy. Now, I usually buy uh, like a bag of Jolly Ranchers, something that's very cheap to bring in because I have found that when I go into the Skittles environment, there's enough kids that I teach that have braces that can't even eat them. If you get into the chocolate side, chocolate is always some of the more expensive candy if you can buy. Unless you buy the cheap kind, and the cheap kind just doesn't taste the same. So... I like to stick with Jolly Ranchers. It's a cool name. It's a nice brand of candy. It's always sweet. Yes, there's sugar, but 
buy some of those and you can make an excuse to hand out to as many kids as you want. Again, the Substitute Teachers Lounge Facebook page, some of them are talking about how their schools have made candy against policy. I'm not sure if they're just, if the custodian got a hold of that and just didn't want to clean things up at the end of the day. I mean, we should be doing our part. If we see candy on the floor, we should be picking that up, wrappers and all that kind of thing. When I was watching the College World Series, and I should remember who this is, maybe it's Oklahoma because they won it, the College World Series of softball. Anytime a player hit a home run, I thought it was so cool that when that girl rounded third base, that the third base coach tossed them a Jolly Rancher. It was a tradition, and the camera was always on her because the ones, you know, televising, calling the game. They thought that was cool, too. They would reach out their right hand, and it's kind of funny. I saw they always caught it, except maybe the last time I watched it, and it bounced out of her hand, and she just laughed and kept on running. But try that in class. I mean, if somebody comes up with a clever phrase, a clever answer to the question, well, then lob them a Jolly Rancher. They'll think that is so cool, and guess what? You know what I'm going to say. I don't even have to finish my sentence. Once the kids say see that you're throwing out Jolly Ranchers, they're going to try to come up with something clever to say. <laughs> then you might be in a, a tough situation. If you don't think it really warrants one, well, then you'll have to make a decision which way to go. But, but buy some candy. Get over the stubbornness. Buy some candy. Let those kids. It's amazing how much more they'll do for you just by getting a Jolly Rancher that probably costs, what, a penny or two by the time it's all said and done. So that's the next thing. And that's the last of the normal stuff. I still got a whole bunch of stuff here because given if you have some time at the end of class, have some things in your pocket. There's a whole episode. It was probably been two years old too, but all of that's still good. Listen to that one. You know, I I should have taken the time to write down episode numbers, but we're up to 170 of these things. I'd rather you take the time to peruse all the titles, listen to the ones that you like. Most people listen to the discipline ones first. That's why they're in our top five, and then they'll go from there. But if if you're looking for a topic, you know, I've got 160 episodes. We've covered, oh my goodness, so many things now. You know, when I get back into school, probably the episodes are going to be about what happens in school that week that might have been unique. But regardless of that, for those last few minutes of class, have some little pocket games. You can buy little pocket games for $5, maybe get a couple of them. I've got, now it's too big to lug around, so I would only do it if I knew I was going to be in there long term for a while. I've got this cool wooden baseball game that's got a like a pinball machine. It's it's wooden though. It's open at the top. You pull the plunger, shoot the pinball, you hit a button to swing the bat and you try to knock it through the home run hole. I don't care if you're a boy or girl. They love that. If you've got some time left, they'll fight over that. I've taken that to adult parties where they fight over that. But any kind of cool activity you know, and I'll get away from the purchase side on this. If you've just got some cool activities that they always enjoy getting involved with, do that, and that will make them look forward to the next time you're back, too. 
Now, these next few I'll put into the not necessary but nice to have items. First of all, and again, there's an episode about this, the escape rooms that you can design in Google Forms. First of all, all you have to do is get on the internet, you know, teacher pay, teachers pay teachers. That's a popular site. You can find escape rooms on there. You can make them social. You can make them related to the topic. You can buy a bunch of them for about $10. Basically, they have to answer the questions on one page, and they it won't allow them to go to the next screen unless they get their answer correct. That's always fun. Escape rooms are fun. I know some people that design their own. Uh, one of our podcast episodes is about that. I've designed some of my own. I have used a template. But if you're just looking for some specific ones, you can buy them and they're ready to go. One thing that I also buy are the dummy books. Any subject. You know, I've been substitute teaching now since November of 2018, my the first year I retired, so in just a few months, it'll be four years, and there is rarely any class I go into now where I have not taught the subject, at least for a little bit, so when those dummy books go on sale, like math for dummies, algebra for dummies, whatever, I buy them. I mean, I get that Amazon email every morning that tells me what's on sale from $1.99 to $4.99. If there's a dummy book in there or something similar, I buy those books. And the great thing about that, Amazon's got those algorithms that once you buy books, that's the type of book, the genre that it will share with you from that point forward. So look for those dummy books. It's an easy and cheap way to brush up on the topic Nobody likes to substitute teach and walk in a room and not have any idea what the kids are talking about. I've done that with some science classes. I keep using valence electrons as my big example because even though I felt like in my mind I knew what they were, I didn't think I did a really good job of explaining to the students what they were. So buy you some dummy books and that will keep you more comfortable. Buy them in advance. You'll teach that class eventually, so you might as well have a little background. And then, especially if you know the topic of the day the next day when you're substituting, you can look up that specific topic. I buy mine on Kindle so that I can just type in a word and search for it. Then the last thing that I'll mention is a microphone and a camera, a webcam. Now, you'll, these, you might think I've lost my mind. I bought mine because I had to teach full-time in the year of COVID, and half of the year was either virtual or half and half. So you pretty much had to have one. If you depended on just the camera on you know, your laptop or whatever, or maybe not even a camera, maybe you were just using a desktop, that's really inconvenient. Now, granted, I buy some decent microphones because I do podcasts, but it's kind of cool, especially if you long-term teach to go in there with a microphone and a camera from time to time, especially a microphone, clear it with the school. Every school I've talked to has allowed me to do that. I saw a cool microphone just this morning called the Joby Wavo Pod, J-O-B-Y-W-A-V-O Pod, it was advertising it for Father's Day. Now, I do think it's right around $99, which 
is kind of on the expensive side, especially for this purpose, but it's really cool looking. It looks really nice sitting up there and you can have some fun again at the end of class interviewing students, getting their uh, feel for what you're doing that day, interviewing them and about what they think of sub- substitute teachers. Maybe even if, if it's okay with the school, get into a little TikTok every now and then. That's what they like to do. And then, of course, webcams. You can Webcams have really gotten competitive, so you can get a webcam for next to nothing. You need those smaller USB attachments on most of the computers now, and I have, I'm looking at a bunch of them right now. I have some that are converters, too, where you can convert the USB to the smaller USB-C, I believe it is they call it. Buy some of those. It just adds a dimension on occasion, you're not going to use it every day, but on occasion, it adds a dimension to what you're doing in that class. So, guys, that's a pretty good shopping list. I know I've left something off. I wish you would tell me at gregcollinsubstitute at gmail.com or go to our Substitute Teachers Lounge Facebook group. Tell us what your favorites are, too. Make sure I didn't leave anything out. Make sure you tell me an idiot, I'm an idiot if I put something in there that you think is ridiculous, and we'll go from there. But don't wait too long. Buy this stuff now, and you'll have it ready for when that school session starts back up in August. <laughs>